ABC Sport. Grandstand cricket. There you go. That's it for the day. You can hear the bales. And that is Stumps. This is Grandstand at Stumps. On ABC Radio. ABC Sport Digital. And take us with you on the ABC Listen app. We may as well take you through uh, everything that's happened so far on the opening day at the Basin Reserve in Wellington. Uh, grandstand at Stumps, Corbin Middlemass alongside Xavier Doherty. Australia 9 for 279 at close on the opening day of the long-awaited test series between Australia and New Zealand. It's the Aussies' first visit to these parts in eight years. In that time, England have actually come out here on three different occasions for test series since the Aussies were last here in 2016. It looked as if it was going to be New Zealand's day when they had the Aussies on the ropes at four for 89. And Matt Henry was bowling superbly with some blistering spells either side of the lunch break. The Aussies fought on a steady partnership between Mitch Marsh and Cam Green. Mitch Marsh ultimately went for 40. And then Green continued to do get the chop done, batting with the middle and lower order. In the end, Green got to his 100 in the final over on day one. He struck three boundaries, batting with the number 11, Josh Hazelwood, and finished the day 103 not out bringing up his 100, his second in test cricket off the penultimate ball of the day. He finishes 103 not out. Josh Hazelwood is yet to face a ball. He is on naught. Matt Henry, the pick of the bowlers for New Zealand, and toiled away, bowled superbly all day across uh, six different spells, four for 43, his figures. Uh, after 85 overs on day one, the Aussies 9 for 279. Uh, the rest of the card, Kawaja made 33, 31 for Steve Smith. Manus Labashain, a talking point, was out for one, having faced 27 deliveries. Other than that, Pat Cummins with 16, but not a whole lot to, to write home about other than those numbers. Meanwhile, for New Zealand, the bowling figures, Matt Henry, 20 overs, 4 for 43. Two wickets each to Willow Rourke and Scott Kugeline, who got the call up ahead of Mitch Santner. And Ranch and Ravindra picked up Cummins' wicket. He finished with one for 19 off his four overs. Xavier Doherty, when you leave the ground today and someone says to you, hey, X, what happened at the cricket today at the Basin Reserve? What will you tell them? It was all about Cameron Green in my eyes. That was, uh, that was a fantastic knock from a, from a guy who they've, they're investing in so heavily. So with a bit of drama at the end there with Josh Hazelwood having to escort him to those three figures, but it was, I think it was well and truly Cameron, Cameron Green's day um, on, on a, quite a tough wicket. You know, both teams would have bowled on it. Uh, Australia, a few of the mumblings at, around the ground where they, they weren't too disappointed. Um, and I think at the end of the day, though, it sort of panned out that way. His good buddy from the West is Mitch Marsh. It was often thought, look, he can have one or the other. Who's going to bat, fill that all-rounder position in the Aussie Test team? Well, they're both playing fine roles alongside one another in this Australian team at the moment. And he caught up with Jeff Lemon a short time ago. Um, there was maybe not as many runs as you wanted all up, but that was a fun day of test cricket. It went back and forth. You had partnerships. You had bits where the bowlers were on top. It was great to watch. It was, yeah. Um, an exciting first day of a test series. Um, obviously being sent in on a wicket that um, still appears to have lots in it. If you put the ball in the right areas, I think to uh, scrape our way to 280 at the end of the day, um, yeah, we'll certainly take that. So um, an amazing day. Amazing performance by Cam Green as well. Three boundaries in the last over to bring up 100. Um, crowd on their feet. Yeah, it must have been good fun watching from the dugout. It was, yeah. Uh, that's the sort of things you like to script, I, I suppose. Um, look, he's, a, as we know, um, an outstanding talent for Australian cricket. Um, and I think for him to bat the way he batted today, um, yeah, it was really special. And, and that'll, uh, that 100 will mean a lot to him.
eight years since the last time you were here playing a test series. It's a long time between drinks. So a little bit frosty at the end of the day now, but um, it must be nice to be back. It's like a beautiful summer's day in Hobart. Perfect. <laughs> uh, look, this is a great place to play cricket. Um, a lovely ground with a lot of history um, for New Zealand cricket, so um, it's always nice to come back here. And it probably felt a bit nicer this time around for you to get some runs. Last time you were watching Adam Vogue just make 200 <laughs> after you got our second ball, um, but you, you got some out of the middle today. Yeah, there's obviously a little partnership there with Greeny um, to get us going. Um, would have liked a few more, as every batter says, when they get 40, but um, yeah, nice to have that partnership. And I think just the way we fought back, I think we, we could have easily been four for 50 at lunch um, you know, with a, a wicket that was doing plenty. So um, to find our way to 280 now and hopefully scram a few more, and then I guess we'll know what par is once we bowl. What was challenging particularly about batting out there today, about the surface, about the way New Zealand bowled? Oh, I think if the ball was sort of at the top of the stumps, there was still lots of seam movement. Um, and they got a few class swing bowlers as well. So the way we batted in the first hour and a half, especially our openers, I thought they did a fantastic job to negate the, the swing and the seam. Um, and like I said, we could have easily been 450. So um, they set us up beautifully. Um, and obviously Greeny was amazing. And what do you make of the match position? So just generally hard to assess after day one, I know. Um, look, I think we did really well to get to 280 at the end of the day from where we were. Um, but like I said, um, we'll know what the power is once, uh, once we've bowled. So hopefully a few early wickets tomorrow. All right. Go put some more socks on. See you later. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Mitch Marsh uh, downstairs with Jeff Lemon. Uh, great to hear from Mitch so, so soon after play. Australia at stumps, 279 on the board, nine wickets down, but the day highlighted by Cam Green's second Test 100, his finest innings in Test cricket so far, 103 not out. Corbin Middleman, Xavier Doherty and Brian Waddle with you on grandstand at stumps. Uh, Brian, the day from a New Zealand perspective, how would you be feeling if you were inside the, the Black Caps dressing room tonight? At tea time, I would have felt pretty confident. Uh, but after tea, uh, Australia took it away from them. Having put the opposition in, that's Australia's day. Um, nine down, but there's 280 on the board. Um, the pitch is not an easy pitch to bat on. Mm. That's what makes Cameron Green's innings so much better because he went through some difficult periods at that, and he was the one player who managed to fight the way through even more so than say Mitch Marsh did who put on a good partnership with him to get Australia back into the game because they lost those three quick wickets after lunch and they were heading for uh, a troubled period but you know Australia have uh, have got it back and uh, the New Zealand bowlers have now got to uh, get out there and deal with the same pitch because it will be much the same tomorrow uh, it'll be helpful early on and Australia have got bowlers equally able to use the conditions mm. You know all about cricket in this part of the world at the Basin Reserve in Wellington. Uh, we, we, we heard Pat Cummins say yesterday, look, if you look in recent history, first inning score, anything from 120 to 580, <laughs> it all falls in, in that realm. And today's been an absorbing day's test cricket, but where does 279 sit or two, whatever we are, two, yeah, 279 sit in terms of um, yeah, first inning scores in, in, in test cricket here from, from your uh, We've your, had your we've had some uh, a variety of scores, mm. uh, but when you look at that deck and that batting lineup, three runs and over they've scored at, and they have still got a chance to extend that uh, to up the 300 mark. Therefore, New Zealand having to bat last will um, mm. need to bat well in the the first innings, and that that is not going to to be easy for them. Bearing in mind there's been a fragile look about New Zealand's top order. Kane Williamson accepted, 
the others have not been able to deliver consistently, and some of them haven't been playing cricket. Yes, there's some good players there, Ravindra, Mitchell, um, Latham, but I, I think Australia would come away from day one and say, we had a pretty good day sent in, and it got better as the day went on because the first half of the day was really New Zealand's. These are the best test matches, aren't they? Where you feel like you've got an idea on who's on top and then it changes. I mean, these Aussies were none for 61 after an hour and 45 minutes and you thought, damn, the Kiwis have won the toss. They haven't been able to take a single wicket. We're heading towards lunch and they managed to uh, to pick up Smith just before the break and then it was New Zealand seemingly on top for most of the day and uh, the, the Green 100 and how buoyed the Australian camp will, will be about that uh, come the, the close of play. It, not so much momentum shifted, but um, it, it feels like the game's back in the balance again. Isn't that the greatest thing about Test cricket, though? You know, you, you watch some of the, the shorter formats, and if you know if a team has a good little two or three overs, then they almost take the game away from the opposition. But like you say, the the game just toed and froed. Australia had to work really hard in that first session, and you know, maybe maybe we should give a bit more credit to them. And we'll know tomorrow after New Zealand get the chance to bat how important Smith and Kawaja surviving most of that first session really was. Um, you know, Manus Labuschagne. Manus Labuschagne's another another talking point. That was mm. that was really really hard to watch, um, and just sort of backed Australia or backed himself into a into a corner. And um, yeah, the, the the scoreboard just wasn't ticking over at all at that stage. And you know, Usman was stuck at one end as well. So um, you know, we'll sort of, we'll sort of see over the next couple of days how important those guys at the top um, getting through that first session really was. But yeah, the great the great thing about Test cricket is you know that contest between bat and ball, and we saw plenty of it today. Well, Marsh made the point about the um, the batsmen at the top of the order. They they weren't convincing at that early stage. But, you know, when you're out there put into bat, someone's got to assess conditions, don't they? And they obviously assessed that it wasn't easy to score freely. And they became, well, I, I suppose, sort of becalmed for a period of time. And then those wickets after lunch, yeah. in an endeavour to try and just get the momentum of the innings going, didn't quite work. It was left to Marsh and Green to do that job, and that's what got the innings uh, back on track. They were able to play more aggressively. The players who came in afterwards did that sort of job as well, and that's why they got to the position that they were at. And, and uh, you know, they will be feeling quite comfortable. New Zealand will be happy that they've got nine wickets. Uh, they won't be disappointed. But I would think they would like to have um, cleaned them out for sort of around about 240 or something along those lines. Br- Brian Waddle alongside Xavier Doherty and myself, Corbin Middlemass, grandstand at Stumps. The Aussies 9 for 279. A day highlighted in the end by Cam Green's 100. Now, the other great feat was Matt Henry. I want you to talk to us about him in just a moment, Brian. Let's uh, relive how he went about taking his, uh, his four wickets today. Two slips in a gully. Matt Henry is going to start a new over. He's now bowling from the vents, stand end of the ground, and immediately he nicks off Smith. Catch taken by Blundell behind the stumps. Smith's out. He goes for 31. Henry gets the wicket. Henry on his way in again. It's full to Kawaja. He's knocked him over. Kawaja plays and misses. Henry's gone straight through him. Kawaja rock and rolled for 33. And Matt Henry has had a couple of superb spells on the side of lunch. He comes in again in the sunshine, bowls short, and it's hit up in the air. He should be caught by the keeper, he's out. A top edge, it went straight up in the air, and he was looking around for a moment, but it wasn't going far, it wasn't going over the slips as it did once before. And Marsh is out, that is a big breakthrough. The third wicket for Henry. 
Henry, who's been superb today, on his way in, bowls to line again. He's edging, he's caught. Blundell takes the catch. Last ball of the over. Henry has four, and he's deserved every one of them. G bowled well today. Brian Waddle, what did you see from uh, from Matt Henry, a man who you've watched play plenty of test cricket over the years? Well, the way that New Zealand attack has gone over the last few years, he has probably been the fourth bowler. You know, it's been Wagner, it's been Sally, it's been Bolt. And uh, if you needed an extra seamer, then it was Matt Henry. Well, now I see him as the leader of the attack. Uh, he looked the sharpest of the bowlers early on. He was a little bit unlucky towards the end of the, uh, the innings, but he never really gave too much to the Australian side. He got support at various stages by Cougar Line, a novice at Test Match level, O'Rourke as well. Southie, to me, was a, a disappointment. But I think as leader of the tack, he had the, um, the, the quality bowling spell that we expect from someone with his experience. And he's basically said to New Zealand, I'm prepared to lead this attack now. Mm. I'm the player to do it, as we've got young players and new players coming forward and I, I was quite impressed with what he did and that that was the key to the first session because they weren't able to get any freedom were they mm. with the bat absolutely uh, what did you like about his his work today Xavier well that's spot on isn't it, it was, that was just great five day bowling just gave absolutely nothing away built pressure through dots and making the batsman play which we were critical of throughout the morning I, I yep I, I remember like they didn't didn't bowl the right lengths, I think, in the in the in the first session. But M Matt Henry all the way through was just someone who challenged and did enough with the ball. You know that it wasn't seeming all over the place, or he didn't have that much assistance off the wicket. Um, but just just hit those right lengths, and you know that was a sign when when he got Mitch Marsh trying to pull a shot that just wasn't wasn't quite there. So yeah, just just his lengths were were impeccable today. Mm -hmm. Uh, the other issues out of the day, uh, particularly from an Australian viewpoint, uh, the Aussies making their way to nine for 279 at Stumps, by the way, with Cam Green 103 not out in his second Test 100. Uh, Manus Labuschagne, you, you touched on it briefly. So he seemingly is, I'm not sure so much he's the player in the hot seat, given he still has a, a great Test record, but he has struggled recently. He struggled against the, the West Indies, didn't have the, the same sort of productive home summer that we're used to from him. He was out for one today off 27 balls. Yeah. He scored on his fourth delivery to get his single, and then he had 22 dot balls in a row and ultimately was dismissed on what was the 23rd straight ball that he saw without scoring off. Yeah, that was really hard to watch, wasn't it? Like, you, you mentioned he's been in, in some tough nick and, and had some technical issues that, you know, he's, he suggests he's working through, but clearly his plan was just to be out there for as many balls as he could. But in doing that, he put no pressure back on the, the opposition. You know, where there, there were balls there which he had the opportunity to hit and decided not to. He became really easy to bowl to and, and backed himself into a corner. I think they, I think they might have um, dropped a, a square leg out, you know, the ball before to try and tempt him to play a shot. And he ended up playing a sh at a ball that he didn't really need to. So I think if he's worked out some of, that, uh, some of those technical issues, he, he probably needs to move on to his mindset next and just, yeah, just needs to show a, bit, a little bit more intent. Otherwise, he'll be just as I mentioned, become way too easy to bowl to. And, you know, we'll, we'll see a few more of those results. Uh, Travis Head missed out. So he's got that 100 in Adelaide, uh, which <laughs> sort of stands out like a beacon in, in sort of his recent run. And then from there, first ball dark, first ball dark, out for one off six today. So um, he's really been dismissed in, what's that, the last nine balls he's faced in test level. He's been out four times. Yeah, he's, he's always someone that, yeah, we talk about in, in, in these sort of circumstances, isn't it, that we're, he comes out and he and he plays his shots from ball one. You know, he tried to cut a ball off his first ball today that just wasn't wasn't quite there. So 
I think it's, he's one of those players where if it doesn't come off for him, you know, he becomes a talking point. Um, and on those days where he, he scores 100, he scored that 100 in Adelaide against the West Indies when, you know, Australia really needed him to score that those runs. You know, they were in some early strife. So I think that's sort of going to be the pattern of um, Travis Head's career, isn't it? He On the days he comes off, we're going to praise him. And then when it doesn't, on a day like today, he played a, you know, a waft outside the off stump after, you know, only just losing a wicket. Yeah, it, it becomes a talking point. Uh, have we got our definitive answer on the openers? So none for uh, 61 today. They were able to knock a bit of the shine off the new ball. And yet after both making starts, uh, that Smith was out for 31 off 71 and Kawaja out for 33 off 118. Well, I'm not dropping. I'm not dropping Cameron Green anytime soon. So if you if you want if you want to get all those guys in uh, in the in the batting order, then you know the openers are who they are. Smith stays at the top, and like I said, there's a there's a long time between Test matches here. We're not we're not t- after next week. There's not another Test match until late November for Australia. So I'm, I'm assuming they're going to revert back to that mm. um, unless something drastic happens. It is amazing, isn't it? Where you think it's even if you have a bad series here and you miss out four times. It's hard to imagine they're going to make a change before the first test against mm. India, wherever that is. We don't know whether they're going to play the first test, but as you said, in November. Mm. So it, it kind of feels like in a way that um, this team's so settled that regardless of whatever happens here, unless there's sort of injuries, that this will be the 11 in seven months' time. And I didn't see any issues with Steve Smith's batting. Like He did not look like getting out until Matt Henry got one through him early on in the day. So um, he, he looked a very... Well, he's, he's a very... Capable, more than capable batsman, isn't he? But you know, he looked he looked at home at the top of the order. In you, you know, you probably won't get more bowler friendly conditions. So mm. uh, yeah, I can't see them changing it any time soon. Cam Green is in the ice bath, as uh, you'd expect after a day like that. So 103 not out at stumps. It was really the moment of the day. It came on the second last delivery. Here's how we caught it on ABC Radio a short time ago. Green on 99. O'Rourke to him now. Green cuts away for four. It's a hundred for Cam Green, the 24-year-old with his second test ton. And he's looked every bit the test number four that Australia hope he will turn into long-term. Takes off the helmet, raises the bat. Perhaps his finest innings thus far at test level. 103 not out of 154 balls. What a performance from Cam Green. What a knock. From, uh, from Cam Green to highlight the day. We were uh, discussing in the back of the box when he was making his way through the 70s, Xavier, whether this was his best innings in Test cricket. Uh, I think it's fair to say it's at close. This is it. Yeah, better than the bat fest at, in India. Um, no doubt about that. Just given the situation of the game and the, the bowling attack he had to he had to take on. And, um, yeah, and the way he bought, even the way he brought it up in the theatre around, you know, smacking those three three fours in the over to get there. It was a, it was a fantastic knock from... A player that Australia are investing heavily in. Uh, he'll get a chance to resume tomorrow, whether he faces a ball or not. It'll depend on what happens with Josh Hazelwood, Watts, whether he's yeah. going to be able to see a couple out and get him down the other end. Hazelwood's yet to see one. He's, uh, he's zero not out. And uh, Cam Green to resume on 103. We will see the, the Kiwis batting at uh, some stage tomorrow, nine for 279. The Aussies to resume that. What a, what a fun day's test cricket. We're only one day in of... Uh, Hopefully many more to come. Well, we weren't able to look until the end as to who had the advantage out of the day. Yep. Uh, there were pl- times when New Zealand had control, but it, you look at it at the end of the day, it's Australia's day. And mm. New Zealand will have to reflect on things like how many extras they conceded, 
There were a lot of extras conceded. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 250 might have been better than 280. Um, so, you know, there are little things that have to be looked at. But Australia, too, will uh, need to ensure that they are as sharp as they can be with the ball. And, uh, you know, that's it, a good day's test cricket. It's, it's enjoyable when it's like that. We'll be back to do it all again tomorrow. You can find us uh, through the ABC Listen app. Just look out for the red cricket ball uh, to follow along right throughout the series. Uh, great to be able to spend it uh, with both of you today, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you again tomorrow. Thank you, Corbin. Cheers. Thanks to Brian Waddle and to Xavier Doherty. Thanks as well to Jim Maxwell, the voice of summer, uh, to Jeff Lemon, and also to Craig McMillan and Katie Martin for being with us throughout the day. Thanks to Akash and to Brett back in the studio for all their work and for everyone involved in getting us uh, to air overseas and some of the little difficulties that come with it. But we got through the first day. Can't wait to be back here for day two tomorrow. What an absorbing day's test cricket. Australia 9 for 279 at close. So here we go. First ball. Southie charges up and Smith's on the wander and gets in behind it and pats it away. Two slips in a gully. Matt Henry's going to start a new over. He's now bowling from the vents. Stand end of the ground and immediately he nicks off Smith. Catch taken by Blundell behind the stumps. Smith's out. He goes for 31. Henry gets the wicket. Kugelein goes in and bowls and he hits the edge and he's caught it. Slip. He's caught low down by Mitchell. That's a good catch. There you go. He should have played more shots. He groped at one outside the off stump that bounced and went. Hit the edge and uh, Lavishone's disappointing run of low scores continues. Henry on his way again. It's full to Kawaja. He's knocked him over. Kawaja plays and misses. Henry's gone straight through him. Kawaja rock and roll for 33. And Matt Henry has had a couple of superb spells on the side of lunch. New Zealand on top, the Aussies three for 88. They rook away from the southern end, he runs up and bowls to head, heads poking, he's out! He's nicked it, see you later! He pushed at that, he got the edge, umpire Goff's finger went up. There was exultation behind the stumps. As Blundell threw it high in the air, he knew there was a nick. And Travis Head misses out again. And it's four for, all of a sudden, Australia in a bit of bother. Four for 89. Mitchell, passed up by Erasmus. Bowls outside the off start. Green pulls it, full-blooded. There's no one back there. And sends it to the boundary in a hurry. Green on 48. Then he drives Southie. It's a drop catch. It's gone back through the bowler, down the ground. It should reach the rope. It does. And there is a half century for Cameron Green. He's up and bowling to Stark, who's edging the ball, and he's caught it second slip. Fends at it, and that's what O'Rourke can do when he gets it right. He gets lift, and he gets steep bounce. And that's the threat that he's brought. He's managed to extract life from this pitch today when he's got his line right, and he got it right on that occasion. Stark goes for nine. And he hammers it down the ground. It breaks the infield and away for four. Green to 95. O'Rourke on his way in, bowls to Green as he whips it away through the offside. Chase on a deep cover, won't get to it. Four more for Cam Green. He's 99 not out. Green on 99, O'Rourke to him now. Green cuts, away for four. It's 100 for Cam Green. The 24-year-old with his second test ton. And he's looked every bit the test number four that Australia hope he will turn into long term. Takes off the helmet, raises the bat. Perhaps his finest innings thus far at test level. 103 not out. 
This is Grandstand at Stumps. On ABC Radio. ABC Sport Digital. And take us with you. On the ABC Listen app.